Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen, folks, share a review afterward, and always keep it real. Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. All right, here we go. In five, four, three, two, and one. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards. And joining us today, folks, we have the founder and CEO of All Good. Please give a warm welcome to Miss Caroline Duell. Caroline, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Good to see you. Great to see you, too. I wasn't sure if you're going to show up with a box of donuts, a boom box, or just some, some radical vibes, but I'm glad you're checking in today. Looking fresh, my friend. Right on. Back at you. And uh, yeah, it's important not to leave the donuts at home, so I'm sure we've got them somewhere. <laughs> well, well, good. Well, they, they were a nice breakfast to wake up to in the morning. Um, happy calories now, and I'm trying to work off. Um, but, but Caroline, all jokes aside, I'm really, really uh, looking forward to this interview because I think you just have like the quintessential entrepreneurial journey where it just you stumbled upon it based on what you were doing. So I'd like for you to bring our audience in to your journey and how this all started. Sure. So All Good started with one single product called All Good Goop, and it's a healing salve. It's basically like an herbal neosporin or herbal natural Vaseline that can be used on cuts and scrapes and burns and dry skin. And I first made it in 1998 out of an herb garden that I was hired to install on a farm where Ryan, who's my husband and our head of sales, and I were living at the time, um, 
and I made a skin section. I made the whole garden in modalities. So I had a headache section, a uh, belly section, a stress relief section, and then a section for skin. And in that skin section, I grew comfrey and calendula and yarrow and lavender and plantain. Plantain volunteered itself and showed up as uh, the most important element. And um, when I put it all together and put it in a salve, I just gave it away to friends and, and family. And I was uh, guiding rock climbing at the time. So gave it away to students I was teaching climbing to, to help heal their hands. And I was doing massage therapy. So I gave it away to people that uh, I was working on massage and, and helped heal various things. And I was able to put all that together because I have a background in botanical medicine and I had also studied emergency medicine. And so weaving those two fields together brought me to a place where I wanted to create a first aid sub. Um, so 1998, fast forward all the way to 2006, I finally took that salve to market and started selling it on the road in health food stores, climbing shops and ski shops. And then from there birthed the beginning of uh, the whole business, which has now grown into an international business. And um, we sell a whole line of organic and botanical body care products, as well as mineral sunscreens. It's an incredible uh, journey. And, and I think what's interesting to me is like the way you talk about the environment, um, being in the elements, growing up, um, it, it does something to you, as we all know. Um, when you were starting out growing this organization, what were some of the key things you wanted to make sure you didn't compromise so that would negatively impact the plant? The key to me was that the company itself would have to be as healing as the products that we were making. So I really saw that interconnection between the human element of us uh, growing a team and the impact that the business has as just one other factor of, um, of kind of exchange the way business is, right? And so if it's a positive exchange and having a positive impact, then that business itself really mirrors the effect that the product itself has. So that was, that was, that was the absolute number one key element for me in the, in the very beginning was just that the, uh, the business didn't take a turn to be extractive and destructive the way that I had seen businesses in the past. And Caroline, I think, you know, we, you know, we were at a session, you know, we're kind of talking about, you know, the purpose of all good and, and, you know, you're asked the question, what's like the one thing it does and, and you didn't answer in this way, but, but as a consumer of your product, I answered it as relief. Um, it's one of the first, you know, substances I've used on my skin personally, that really just gave me like a relief and I'm, I'm not trying to sell the product or anything like that, but it really was like, wow. Um, I don't have that itching, burning pain that I've been dealing with for two years now. And this little substance that Caroline sent me in the mail <laughs> has made all the difference. It's, it's generated a lot of relief. How do you, I guess, articulate the values, the purpose to your employees? And have you seen your intention on giving back to the environment, I guess, uh, unleash some productivity in the company as well? I think relief is a great word for it. And, and to me, that leads to peace of mind, right? So we are in the business of supporting people who find wellness in, in motion. And so whether that's something like in your experience where the skin on your hands now has more mobility and so you can go about your day and do the things you do better or um, somebody wants to 
do some, you know, extreme climb in the Himalayas and they need to make sure that they're protected from the elements while they do that. Or the, you know, complete opposite of that, of, of a mother nurturing a, a, a young child and a young baby and making sure that they have the skin protection products that they need to comfort that, that mother and that baby. So in that sense, it's, it's, uh, it's relief, it's enjoyable protection and it's peace of mind ultimately, because we believe that for people to be in their best state of mind in their best sense of self gives them the opportunity to have awareness for their surroundings. And then there becomes a reciprocal relationship between us as humans and nature that surrounds us. And, and, through your growth, um, have you ever come to uh, a disposition or something that uh, has challenged you on, on whether to uh, maybe cut costs or make more money or compromise values that you have? Like in terms of growth, like how do you think about growing a company? Do you think about growing your profits or growing the impact? I think about growing our position nested within the larger hole that we're in. So um, it has a holistic effect, whether it's growing profits or growing humans within the company or uh, growing customers, essentially. Um, and challenges all the time. I mean, I used to make jokes that I, I wouldn't, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't print, um, uh, what do you call them brochures for trade shows unless they were on tree free recycled paper and then uh, I had an experience where I had to show up to a trade show with no brochures because I couldn't find the right printer and so it that's an early day example but there's no way that anyone would be exempt from having constant daily challenges and daily decisions based on what's the quote-unquote right thing to do but I would say one thing that's really helped us is growing in our perspective on that so that we're not trying to be in opposition to what we're doing all the time. So we're not like, are we doing this right or are we doing this wrong? Mm -hmm. But when we put it in context of something that matters deeply to all good and spreading our love and spreading our product and being completely and totally in service to our customers and wanting and truly desiring and hoping to fulfill our customers' ability to achieve their aspirations, that actually helps guide decisions along the way and helps us um, stay true to our essence while we're, we're um, doing things that may be perceived as right or wrong or just degrees of that because it's not just black and white, of course. So that's really interesting. So in terms of growth, and maybe let's talk about leadership here to expand on what you're talking about. Um, what has worked for you in terms of communicating this vision, this growth mindset for your organization? I guess maybe another way to ask that is like, what is your current leadership philosophy? I strongly abide by a shared leadership philosophy. And I think uh, everyone in our company has the potential to be a CEO if they would want to. So I really like to see each individual as a whole complete person who has um, their own ideas and to give a sense of what's important for the company from a, from a perspective of priorities and objectives. Um, and some of them, a lot of them we've co-created, right? So um, making sure that we're all on the same page with those and um, and really allowing people to fail forward, make mistakes, 
um, have fun along the way. And that's where I kind of, uh, that's like, you know, it was nice. That was one of your rules for this podcast is have fun. Cause that is one of our values in the company is having fun. And so when that starts to go sideways, then it's time to check in and, and, uh, see how we can do things differently. So that's really what I would say about myself as a leader. And I think I always wonder if that question were asked to my team, how differently it would be answered because, uh, sure would be nice. No. Well, maybe a better way to ask that to you on the show here is how at the end of the year, think at the end of the year, like how do you want your team to describe you as a leader? A good thinking partner in Mm -hmm. our journey together is what I would love to be described as. So help me understand how you interact with personnel in the organizations. Um, what does your schedule look like and, and how intentional are you in those interactions with them? Well, it's an interesting question in, in this day and time because there's a lot of fluctuation in that. You know, pre-COVID, we would all be in the office together and and uh, have much more uh, opportunities for just serendipitous interactions and, and times to hang out. And the end of 2019, we did a, a company retreat for four days in the mountains, um, actually at Bear Lake in Bear Valley uh, in the Sierras. And um, uh, those are the kind of times that I still feel nostalgic for. I mean, here we are years later and I still feel nostalgic for that level of uh, connectivity within the team. Um, but we, uh, we work to get it back. So for me, I, I, um, I mostly connect one-on-one with the leadership team and really just check in and see how they are doing in, in their areas uh, of focus. Um, and then once a month, we do an all-hands meeting, which is everybody on board and um, developmentally work on um, specific topics that people want to discuss in ways that they can, they can develop personally and professionally. And then um, I would say within the week, I scatter one-on-ones with the rest of the team. So I, I make sure to connect with each person on the team uh, throughout the year in varied times and places that, that I can to, uh, to just, you know, kind of check in. I'm, I tend to be more of a, of a nurturer than like a, you know, a structured uh, sort of delegator. So um, I'm usually just wanting to make sure everybody's doing okay feeling good and that their resources are, are what they need to be and that their needs are met. That's, that's awesome. And it's a very unique experience and everyone has their own kind of style of leadership. And I think yours is uh, just admirable. Um, my question, I guess for, for you would be like, in terms of investing in yourself, the, the CEO position is such a unique position. Not too many people can really, grasp or understand what it's like to be in that role and for for you as an investment and maybe it's time maybe it's money but an investment into yourself caroline like what's been the best investment you've made for yourself meditating daily is the number one most important thing that i do for myself and it's very simple i meditate for 10 minutes before i even get vertical lying down in bed and it really sets the tone for the day. So I like to start the day with um, a vibe of gratitude essentially is the best way to describe it. And if I come from gratitude from the moment I open my eyes 
to me, it creates an ease about the day and it creates a reciprocal enjoyment with anybody that I'm able to talk to, whether no matter how hard the conversations are, um, because I can always just reflect back to that morning gratitude. And uh, there's never a lack of something to be grateful for, you know, for me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, but I always find something to be grateful for. So I think starting a daily, uh, starting the day with a daily practice of gratitude in a meditation form is the best investment I give in myself. And then, you know, the other side of that that I have to mention is I have two young daughters, uh, Ryan and I do, and um, that's another investment is not necessarily just in me personally, but um, investing in that family unit, in that family structure and um, really nurturing our, our children into a place of feeling the strongest and best and most grateful they can be is a really big piece of it for me too. And on the opposite, I guess maybe the flip side of that would be, where do you find yourself struggling the most? I mean, what is the most challenging thing for you right now as a leader of the company? Well, the most challenging is the current economic environment and how we are navigating that um, from, you know, what the sort of consumer trends are and then how that affects um, our sales and our team. Um, so on a daily level, uh, it's sort of navigating the strategy around that and how, how we can thrive as a company. And, um, and to me, that means our, our whole team and our customers, all of our stakeholders thriving as a company. So, um, so yeah, navigating cash flow is a challenge essentially. And if you were to, uh, as you put it, many people, if not everyone in your organization, you could see as a CEO one day, um, if you were to talk to them or if they came to you and say, hey, Caroline, I'm really interested in becoming a CEO one day, what would be some key things you'd say, hey, I'd really encourage you to learn about this, absorb this information, uh, practice this. What, what would be those key things that you would pass on to them? It would depend on who was asking the question, of course. Sure. But in general, I could just... Uh, I could just say that learning from other CEOs is uh, is something that I really rely on. I, I love to glean support from other business leaders. Um, that's a that's a big piece of it. And then um, I think some basic principles of guiding, like of uh, of wilderness guiding, have been things that are the most unconventional part of uh, my job that I lean on quite a lot. So that might be something that I would recommend is for somebody to spend some time out in the wilderness with a group of people um, in an environment where the weather is a factor and, um, and, and uh, that in general, the, the uh, elements of the day are going to create the need for decisions to be very clear and um, uh, very well understood by all um, and um, and quick. So um, I think that's probably what I would suggest the most is to uh, spend some time in nature, kind of moving in nature and relying on uh, one's own uh, personal resources is a good, good suggestion I would have. It's, it's sage advice, of course, and of course anyone who's spent time in the elements knows 
that things can go um, un, you know, unexpected. Unexpected things can happen to you. And um, I think it's always learning from nature is, is a, a big part of, of being a good leader. Um, Caroline, this has been a, a fun conversation having you on, on the program today. I guess just in, in conclusion, um, let's bring this home. What's your definition of a real leader? A real leader is someone who listens and is listened to. Someone who can empathize and sees the importance of um, of everybody's uh, everybody's opinion. Um, and uh, someone who is okay with keeping a smile on their face when times get tough because at the end of the day we're all going to be in it together essentially so it's uh it's it's way more fun if we have a, an element of positivity and an attitude of optimism well put well thanks for uh bringing the energy today here on the Leaders podcast caroline for caroline duel i'm kevin Edwards asking you to go out there listen empathize smile and always keep it real thanks caroline and eat and eat some donuts and eat healthy donuts <laughs>